Welcome to the Next in Health podcast. I'm Jenny Colapitro, PwC's Vice Chair for Health Industries, working across pharmaceuticals, medtech, payers, and providers. And I'm Igor Belikronitsky, a principal with PwC Strategy End, where I get to help leading health organizations with their strategies and operating models. And today, I am happy to welcome two great guests. Tyler Mansfield is a principal in our enterprise strategy team in healthcare. And Dave Powell leads this enterprise strategy team. And together, we're going to take a fascinating journey into the world of health ecospheres. So welcome, Tyler, and welcome, Dave. Thank you so much, Igor. It's great to be here. Thanks, Igor. Excellent. Well, as we look ahead and as the various health organizations that we work with look ahead, what they see is a world with more volatility, with more competition, with more innovation, and with more regulation. And this kind of a world demands new business models, it demands new care models, and it demands new operating models. But it's not just about solving the problems of the future, it's also solving a lot of the current problems that exist in healthcare. And this is very exciting for us because here at PwC, our mission is to build trust in society and solve important problems. And there are indeed some very important problems that exist today in healthcare. And Dave and Tyler have been thinking through what are those models that are required for collaboration and innovation that could tackle some of these big problems. And they have come up with this notion of health ecospheres that we will discuss today. So perhaps to start with, as we think about some of the biggest problems to solve in healthcare today and going forward, what are those problems, Dave, maybe get us started with those? Thanks, Igor. I think you've set the table nicely. There's a multitude of challenges that we have, and I'll run through a little bit of a list here, which includes high costs of impeding affordability, access and equity. Outcomes have suffered, including diagnosis rates fall. Our continued labor shortage, particularly on the provider front, employee burnout, supply constraints, our patient mistrust in our health system, the focus on sickness versus health, episode-based treatments versus whole person, and preventative health care. Little focus on the negative impacts of sugar on long-term health. And the marketplaces are still pegged. Information is not shared, usable, portable, etc. Most health systems not only are not set up to fully leverage data to optimize care. These problems may get worse before they even get better. You see three scenarios on how healthcare plays out over the next five to seven years, including system-wide stress persists, arguably becoming worse. Second is data becomes ubiquitous and drives care. Patients are empowered, a version of consumerism. And the third, government dominates healthcare. Government becomes the purchaser or standard setter. And Tyler, given that these problems that Dave just outlined have been persistent and are well known, could you help us understand why the solutions have been so elusive? Yeah, it's a great question, Jenny. I think a lot of this comes down to, like, if we look at these problems, historically, the solutions are kind of solved in a fragmented manner. Different players across the ecosystem come in at different points of a consumer's journey with their either kind of on the prevention side of the equation or on the solution side of the equation relative to when they experience it as even go to solve it. And so with that, you have consumers interacting with their health with different players across different points of time. And all that leads to an incredible amount of data that has lived in silos. And so it's really difficult 
to solve these problems without better longitudinal data across multiple stages of a person's journey with their health. Then you look at more like the business side of the equation and there's significant challenges with just lack of incentive alignment across that journey. You know, there are clear incentives for doctors in their relationship with the individual patient. They want their patients to be treated with a disease. But then you have payers looking at the problem in, from a different vantage point, trying to manage their risk and ensuring payments are structured in a way that makes sense for their business model. But at the end of the day, you have different businesses interacting with this overall problem at different points. And all of that makes it really difficult to manage. For a long time, we've talked a lot about outcomes measurement and driving towards outcomes. But I'd say there's been a lot of talk about that and less execution because of the complexity of what I was just describing relative to the different interaction points and the volumes of data and the inability to have connective tissue that brings us all together. So that's been a challenge. And then we've had a lot of innovation on the tech side, which is super exciting. But you have some of the smaller tech players that are coming into the healthcare ecosystem with really strong technical chops and really innovative solutions, but less experience on navigating, for example, the regulatory environments. So you have high technical chops and lower experience relative to healthcare regulation or some of the scientific specificity that's needed to execute on the solutions. So we have new tech players trying to help solve some of these problems, but they're coming into the equation with some gaps in their capabilities. And last but not least, these problems are big. They're hairy and they take a lot of capital and time to solve them. And so per usual, there's just the realities of operating your business to hit your annual objectives, your annual like revenue targets. And these things take a lot of time and a lot of money. And inevitably, you have to deal with business as usual in solving the problems that are in the here and now versus you don't always have the benefit, especially in a time like today where resources have been constrained to tackle some of these things that are just, quite frankly, more challenging. So Dave and Tyler, thanks for laying out these challenges for us. It's helpful to understand the starting point in terms of the fragmentation, the misalignment of incentives, the short-termism for some of the players. And then Dave, you also projected it for us into the future was the various scenarios that add more uncertainty. So maybe let's shift gears from here. You know, as consultants, we're taught not just to admire the problem and not just to present the problem, but also to come up with potential solution. So I know you've been spending a lot of time thinking through how do we solve some of these persistent problems? What are the constructs and the models that allow us to tackle those? So Tyler, give us some thought to how the health ecospheres help. Yeah, so we believe that now is a time for the industry at large and quite frankly, society at large to think of this in a more comprehensive way. And we're describing this as the initiation of health ecospheres. And health ecospheres ultimately are a collection of organizations coming together to solve very well-known large-scale problems together. From what I was describing before, there are challenges with any of these organizations doing things as a single unit or even in a simple traditional partnership. But really intentionally tackling this as an ecosphere, we think could change the game. When we think about ecospheres, it will be really important for all of the involved players to be really clear about what is in it for them. What is the WIFM? If they participate in an ecosphere, how will it ultimately 
improve their business? How will it potentially offer an opportunity for them to reinvent their business? Clearly, kind of in a capital society, we need to think about the end goals for the business. And so that is still very important. But now with that WIFM in mind and a clear problem to solve, the collection of organizations that come together as part of an ecosphere will all bring together discrete and unique capabilities that the other players in the collaboration don't have, but together can be leveraged to solve a problem. So these capabilities could be anything from existing solutions or services or products more on the tech side. Perhaps it's an underlying infrastructure later. We talk about the large and growing scale of data and the complexity of data and the importance of data across a patient or consumer life cycle, a journey with their health. The data will be super important and data sharing infrastructure will be important. In addition to the data infrastructure are also offering people and skills. Some of the historical problems around understanding regulatory complexity or some of the specifics in the medical domain at play will be paramount, for example, to some of the bigger tech players playing in the game. So how do different organizations in this collaboration offer their people and skills to solve the problem? So there are the capabilities and assets. And lastly comes in the notion of an organization structure around this to govern and ultimately align on the objectives for the ecosphere and facilitate the achievement of what the ecosphere is trying to accomplish. And so because these are complex and because multiple players are involved, it's very important to have a governing structure to serve as a kind of a model of a glue and an orchestrator to make sure that the ecosphere can ultimately fulfill its vision. So that makes a lot of sense that we're stronger together and having this deeper collaboration across the health ecosphere can really help us tackle these problems. Dave, to help this really come to life for our audience, could you provide a good example of a health ecosphere, what it should look like or what it does look like today, one that's tackling an important challenge? Well, Jenny, what's interesting is there's really no true examples that exist today Today, the most mature models are traditional collaborations or alliances that are limited in diversity of players or focusing on smaller problems or individual incentives. We expect ecospheres to form around major problems such as chronic disease prevention and management, similar to what Tyler was mentioning. In an ecosphere model aimed at improving prevention and management of chronic disease, we imagine players like health insurers, retailers, and technologies and software developers playing critical roles in activating, catalyzing ecosphere formation. In conjunction, care providers, pharmaceutical companies, patient advocacy groups, and fitness companies may all play important roles in shaping the solution designed and providing critical capabilities. Collectively, these companies will work together to drive innovative solutions like AI-enabled at-home testing, monitoring, or personalized and accessible wellness products and services. By forming these ecospheres, members will reduce their risk, accelerate and amplify market impact, and improve patient and community outcomes, and realign their business trajectory towards long-term growth. So Dave and Tyler, it's a really helpful concept to think through and kind of try on for size for health organizations. But obviously, you have a lot of choices about who you could combine with to form these ecospheres or which ecosphere to start or join what capabilities to build and to bring to the table, how to think about the question that Tyler raised, which is what's in it for me and how it fits with the current mission and objectives. So let's make this a little bit more practical and give our listeners some suggestions for how to think about the what and the why of the ecospheres. 
Yeah, thanks, Igor. So I think it starts with the question you asked, which is for any given organization, what can they do and why should they do it? And this should point back to their vision and mission of an organization and where have they struggled historically on fully realizing solutions to those respective problems. And we believe that ecospheres offer transformative models to do that in a significantly different way. So to start, I'd say for any given organization, think about where your historical actions haven't taken the solution all the way and where you as an organization are deeply committed to those particular areas. And with that in mind, with commitment from leadership on how you can do more, then it's a matter of thinking about where you have the strength and capability against those solutions and who may be potential partners in that ultimate ecosphere in the pursuit of solving that problem. And in the context of an understanding of those potential players, being clear about your position. Are you going to be a lead activator or do you really need to rely on someone else? So being conscious of that is important. We believe at the outset, these will be facilitated by large organizations that have the capital and power to kind of put into it. But there'll be a lot of opportunity for other organizations to ride along and support and become shapers in these models. So being clear about the concept that these will start to emerge, understanding how you could play into them, whether that is leading them and serving as an activator role or potentially participating them in a more of a shaper, setting that clarity internally would be valuable. And to the extent that you are more on the activator side, then it's garnering support internally to get alignment that you want to participate or lead an ecosphere like this, establish some level of investment to support that, whether it's capital, people, time, and then make some bets on some no regret moves and lean into engaging the external set of players across the spectrum to figure out who can join in the pursuit with you. We think it's a super exciting time and will create a lot of opportunity for, first and foremost, ultimately, better health for people in general. And then from the business perspective, it creates opportunity for business model reinvention and more value for organizations to realize. Very cool. It sounds like a great topic for the next C-suite discussion or a board meeting, as you've discussed and described for us the new approaches and the new models for solving some of these persistent healthcare problems today and heading into the future. And so Jenny and I are really grateful for Tyler and Dave for you joining us today. For more on these topics and other health industry insights driven by policy, innovation, and carry delivery changes, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the great future episodes as well as all the great past episodes. Until next time. This has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC, all rights reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.